in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we are live. Happy New Year to everybody. This is the first live show since the turn of the calendar page. Very happy to come at you with home improvement related topics, do it yourself stuff, and other jazz. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the All-Around Home Improvement Hour, every Saturday from noon to 1, where we talk all things home improvement related. My name is Charles Thayer, the home improvement slayer, and I'm always very, very honored to be your host. And joining us via el telefonon, telefone, that is, (laughs) the Polish, the Polish powerhouse. Yeah. Hello, happy Saturday, happy New Year. Yeah, Nick, thanks for, for joining us via phone because, you know, I know I know you're not uh, completely feeling great, but you uh, you still had a lot of good things to talk about. Say, how about this, bud? Fourth year doing the show today. I'm excited. It's fantastic. I would have never thought we would have made it this far. Yeah, I thought they were going to find many, many reasons by now to not allow us to continue with the show. Um, but it seems like a few people like us. I, th- I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, contract negotiations went well. and uh, No, I'm just kidding. We're obviously not paid to do this, but it is fun. And uh, unfortunately, I'm laid up in bed right now. The, the Polish vortex got me. <laughs> the Polish uh, vortex, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, That's but for the, the weather system we've been dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, four years doing the show, Nick. Obviously, an honor to be uh, by your side doing this show, and it's been the support we've seen from the listeners has been just outstanding. Uh, we've gotten, believe it or not, a lot of compliments over the years about um, how we have fun on the show. How uh, people, I, I don't know. I mean, they just, they've taken a liking to us, our personalities. And I just have to say, it never gets old hearing that from people when they say, hey, we caught this show and you were talking about this, or it was funny when the Polish ho- powerhouse screwed up and gave some bad advice. And, right. you know, it, it never gets old. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the listeners. And also, uh, Nick, 10 years doing business with you uh, at All Around. Yeah, I think that 2018 is going to be a pretty, pretty crazy but awesome and fun year. So I'm definitely excited to see what's in store for us, what's in store for the radio show, what's in store for all the great sponsors on the show, uh, people like Ryan O'Neill and uh, Mitch Turgeon, I believe, that's in the studio. Yeah, they're, they're hanging out right here. We'll bring Hi. them on. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hey, Mitch. Hey. Nick, I'm sorry you're not feeling good, man. you got to get hey. some rest. You're you're working too much. You guys, uh, um, what a busy year. For, what it is. What a busy year for all around. You know what? It's been pretty crazy, but the holidays were great. A good chance to kind of recharge your batteries. So you would think that I wouldn't be sick right now. So I'm not really sure what happened, but uh, 
bugs going around, and they crept up and got me here. So, Nick, talking a little bit about this weather, because that's what today's show is about, folks, is how extreme weather affects the exterior building materials on your house or your house in general, not just the exterior, but we have one of the harshest climates in North America, even harsher than Anchorage, Alaska, believe it or not. So we we see things swing from one extreme to the next, and it's very rarely is it just steady here in Minnesota. As much as I love to live here, we live in a state where it hurts your face to be outside, and we have to justify that sometimes. So uh, Nick, let's talk about some of the calls and things that we've been hearing at work, at All Around, uh, over the last couple of weeks. Well, something that happens a lot is we take uh, older homes, we renovate them, and one of the main things that we do to a lot of these houses is windows and doors, uh, making these things obviously a lot more energy efficient and airtight, which is kind of the wave that construction's gone into. And so what generally happens is every year when we get extreme cold like this, our phone usually rings or we get an email from a customer that we might have done last summer or the year before, and they have condensation in their windows and on their doors, and generally they see that and they think that it's an issue and there's something wrong uh, with maybe the product itself or the installation. Uh, but it generally couldn't be any further from the truth. It's actually a sign that we did our job correctly. So I was actually just going to talk about what some of the recommended uh, indoor humidity levels are because that's the culprit to that happening. When you get that extreme cold and the inside of your house is too humid, that humidity is trying to escape it hits those windows as a water vapor, and then, you know, it freezes. So while you while you gather some of those uh, numbers for us, I just want to kind of give a few examples, Mitch, of what people have probably been seeing, because I, in, in my house myself, I've been seeing signs of what's going on outside, inside the house, sure. and we have doors that have frost all over them. We have windows that have, I mean, it, they look like they've been frozen in a freezer, um, and if you put your blinds down or curtains over uh, over them and, and create that, that barrier from the inside warm air, you end up having frosted over doors and windows. Yeah, it's great to have some circulation to keep those blinds open to allow that air to move and circulate. I got the same thing going, going on in my house. I've received a few phone calls over the past, well, between Christmas and New Year's when it got real cold real fast. Yep. Um, I got phone calls myself about you know people I know that have stuff going on and, you know, want to know why they got garbage windows and right you know it's not the case yeah it doesn't matter how great your windows are if your home is air tight which you want your home your home to be fairly airtight then it comes down to a moisture issue so so nick why don't you hit us with some of those facts about where our moisture levels should be in our home to have a healthy home yeah, well, it's not going to make anyone happy, and it's not certainly comfortable levels. It's 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 nosebleed. I'm not going to lie to you, but <laughs> if you if you if you take a house at 70 degrees indoor temperature, the inside relative humidity uh, when it's below zero, zero to negative 10, should not exceed 25 percent. Uh, if anyone's familiar with how the humidity in your house works, and a lot of people have the little meters that will tell them that. Uh, most people will know that generally their house, most houses are probably between 25 and 40 percent. So when we get temperatures like we've had uh, from this Polish vortex, you're talking uh, negative 10 to negative 20 outside. It's not to exceed 20 percent relative humidity on the inside of your house. That's extremely dry air, uh, and therefore comes the nosebleeds. So I think that's the one thing 
uh, that a lot of people don't understand. One of the calls we had was a job we did in this last summer, and their indoor humidity was around 37%. Um, and that was kind of the main thing. Once they got that humidity level down, started using fans more. Uh, they even recommend to air out uh, like a kitchen if you cook. Open a window for five minutes. Yeah. Some of that humidity <laughs> get out of there. It, you'd be surprised at the difference I, it makes. I love the recommendations out there. Open your doors and windows up. Let it air. Turn on a fan. I'll be honest with you. I get home and there's. N- I don't want any air moving. I just want to get on the couch, throw a blanket over myself because you can feel, you can feel your house trying to survive this weather. You can feel it on your feet. You get close to the walls, yeah. you can feel it from the walls. Your home. Oh, siding cracking. Uh, you know, I mean, I've, I have vinyl siding on some of my house, and there were some of the cold nights where I could hear it, you know, moving. It's, it's not actually cracking, but as the product's moving, it's making sounds. And, yeah, it's, it's cold. It's too cold, to be honest with you. Nobody wants to live through that. Yeah, well, and, and it's important for us to remember there's there's – kind of a happy balance you have to at some point settle um what would you like would you like your house so dry that you or you are having nosebleed you are waking up with nosebleeds or or having adverse health effects or whatever the case may be or do you keep it nice and moist and you have to deal with frost and you know you have to try to dry off your windows and doors when that happens i guess you know it's it's up to you yeah and you have that control right you've got the humidity dialed in to however you want it it's up to you you you've got the ability to make it happen 25 sounds like the the magic number for some polish powerhouse any final thoughts before we let you get some rest bud no i I would just say um you know if if you do have questions about windows and doors you're not sure what's happening you can always give us a call or look us up at allaround.com and we're happy to offer assistance i love that I love that. The call to action. That's a marketing marketing master right there. (laughs) Thank you very much, Polish Powerhouse. We appreciate it. We're going to head to the break. After the break, we're hanging out with Ryan O'Neill from the Minnesota Real Estate Team and Mitch Turgeon from ABC Supply, and we're talking extreme temperatures and how it affects our home right after this. Welcome back, News Talk listeners. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and I am Charles Thayer. Home Improvement Slayer, and now we're minus the Polish powerhouse not feeling well, but he did join us in the first segment, and we were talking face hurting outside. You know, my neighbor the other day called me. He's out in his semi-truck. You know, he's a trucker. Mm. He said, it hurts. My face hurts outside. I don't know why I live in a state where my face hurts to be outside. And, you know, I guess you, you got to take some things into consideration. And then I saw this post on Facebook where it was the same thing. Why do we live in a state where my face hurts to be outside? And then you, you see a picture of a giant eight-foot snake slithering up someone's front door. <laughs> Black snake, you know? And it says, oh, yeah, that's, that's why, right? right? <laughs> Charles, what do you think of all the nicknames going on like on the east coast for all these different uh types of storms and yeah the bombs you got the vortex you got the booms you got why what just happened to uh snow? it's it's windy or it's cold. snow it's cold you know lately i think everybody has to try to justify or make something bigger out of something than it is i mean think about it three years ago we had one of the warmest winters and mildest winters ever my friends didn't snowmobile you could hardly uh Get a truck out on the ice. Yeah. You know, you had bad ice. And now now we're just having the opposite. I mean, one thing I've learned about being here, for you know, for 32 years of my life, 
is that we're we're a state of extreme swings. We really are. And um, that leads us right into this next segment, which which we're talking exterior cladding. <laughs> what it does, right into <laughs> what that does to the siding that's on our house. I don't think people realize, but the siding on our house actually moves with yeah. the with these temperatures, Mitch. Yeah, well, certainly, depending on what kind of exterior cladding you have on your home, um, you're definitely going to have some movement. Vinyl siding is going to move, steel, aluminum is going to move, um, engineered woods can move less, uh, product LP smart side. James Hardy fiber cement products are going to move. Um, but ultimately, too, when you when you when you're realizing temperatures uh, this cold, you know, you start to try and think of solutions. How can I keep my wall warmer? Like uh, I just noticed in my parents' house, um, walls are cold, and I'm feeling drafts coming in from around the outlets. You know, it feels like someone's spraying cold air through the outlets. I'm telling you, our houses are trying to survive right yeah. now. It's like, you know, it's like a game, man. Yeah, survival of the fittest here. You know. So when you, so the question is, how do you uh, mitigate that? You know, what are some options that you have when you look at putting new cladding on your house? It's it happens during the summer, so maybe not be top of mind. Typically happens during the summer. May not be top of mind to warm up your home. So think about it. Um, one thing you can do is you can put exterior insulation on your house. So we're talking vinyl siding that has foam insulation behind it yeah. to create an, an additional barrier. Yeah. So if we're going to open up a wall cavity on your average home, you know, you have your, your sheetrock, you have your vapor barrier, your studs, the insulation yep. that's be, between the outside wall and the inside wall. Yep. And then another sheet of plywood. Yep. And your siding. House wrap and siding. House wrap and siding. And so for a lot of older homes, that wall cavity might only be a three and a half inch stud. Sure. Um, but a lot of the newer homes have six inch studs. So when you're talking insulated vinyl siding, is it ever something for, for a newer home some a newer homeowner to consider or is, is oh, it it all it always is. I'd say anybody has um the opportunity to increase their R value on the on their wall. Um, newer codes are actually require more R value, especially when it comes to commercial. There's certain things that have to be done. Um, but I'd say first and foremost, if you're living in a house with a two by four wall, um, you know, just a quick idea, 25% of your house is, is wood. <laughs> so of your wall cavities, 25% is wood and a two by four has an R value of 3.5. Okay. Wood has an R value of one, uh, R one per inch. So three and a half R value on that two by four. And then in between those studs, you're gonna have an R13. Typically, you're you know, losing a lot of heat. You're losing a ton. And even like my house that I'm remodeling, I mean, I was built in the early '60s, and the fiberglass is compacted so much it, the R value drift in there has moved from a 13 is probably like a seven or eight or nine or something. But what you can do is you can, when you look to remodel, add new cladding, put foam on the exterior of your home. Polar Wall Plus has an average of, I'm going to say, like mid twos. It's like about 2.4 to 2.6 R that you're adding. And when you've got a house that's got an R13 cavity, an R3.5 stud at 25% of the house, I did a little calculation. You're okay. going to have a net R value. Let's pull it up here. You're going to have a net R of, uh, where is it? I see kind of heat emitting from your laptop there as you're crunching these numbers. <laughs> yeah, you need to wrap it in foam. <laughs> Put some polar wall. Seven, you're going to have a net R value of 7.75. So when you look at, you know, putting on a coat, I mean, that's probably almost like just 
7.75 isn't that great. So then you add poor wall to your house, which is going to, that's called an average of 2.5. Okay. Now you've just increased that by 35%. That's a 35% increase in the R value of your house. So thinking about somebody out there that knows they have a reside coming up, they're going to reside their house at some point, whether it was storm damage, whether it, it's just you need to update the home or the siding itself right now is in a condition where it's going to damage your home if you don't replace it. And you have options out there. You have your uh, upper end uh, composites, your hardies, your LP smart side. You have your steel. You have your vinyl kind of just working working down the chain. But then you have your insulated options. And so this is kind of a kill two birds with one stone option for you. And and so let me let me ask you this. Do you recommend that somebody gets testing done on their house to see if it's worth it? Because obviously it's going to cost more money than just a standard vinyl reside, right? Sure, sure. There'll be added costs to, to yeah, any sort of exterior insulation that you do. Um, yeah, and home energy audits. I mean, I know that stuff's available out there. Um, yeah, use the insulation. Actually, one of our trusted affiliates, and if you go to allaround.com and you click on the trusted, trusted affiliates tab, you'll see... All of our partners and trusted affiliates, lots of great people on there like UZ Insulation. And what they offer, Mitch, is a blower door test. And what that does is they basically ask you to seal up all of the penetrations on your house, the windows, doors, vents, everything that you can seal up. And then they basically stick a huge vacuum on your front door, okay, seal it up and turn it on. And they try to uh, track how much air you're losing, how much air is leaking from the outside sure. of your house into the inside of your house, and they give you a readout. And then that readout will tell you how efficient, according to today's standards, your home is. And if that is really inefficient, then taking a look at insulated siding is probably one of your best options because to re-insulate your walls, oh boy, that's a massive project. Oh boy. So we're talking about just... I mean, the the same labor costs as a reside, mm-hmm. just some more material costs to add that much R value to your home, and then the possibility of being able to qualify for an energy efficient credit. I'm not even going to begin to try to uh, tell people who qualifies or who doesn't, Ryan, for a home efficiency credit. But but think about that. I mean, if you can just just say you can cut your your or, or increase the home's efficiency by twenty five to thirty percent. Right, yeah. is that's yeah. roughly the numbers you were talking? Right? I'm talking 35 percent on your wall, on your on your wall, on your wall, and and hey, get this too, 35 percent of your home's energy loss is through your wall. 25 okay. percent is through the attic, 15 percent through the window, 15 percent through the foundation. I mean, the greatest area your home's losing energy is through your wall. That should be the number one area you look at. So if you're increasing that uh, the efficiency there by about 35 percent, then you're looking at about a 12 percent net. Efficiency increase. I mean, so every time you pay that electric bill, whether it's thirty bucks you're saving or fifty bucks you're saving, electric or heating bill, gas bill, whatever it may be, your siding's paying you back. Not to mention the stuff looks fantastic. I mean, we're not just going to throw up anything up there. Uh, we want it to look look great as well. And so, Polar Wall has been a great option. What other What other options? So, if I'm listening and I'm saying, "Look, I've got a house built in the '80s. It's wood siding. We're I know we're losing heat." What would you recommend um, for homeowners that are thinking, how can I be more energy efficient? 
and they're looking to are they wanting to swap out siding? Is maybe, that maybe not. You know what? What would be the option if they did? What would be the option if they didn't? Well, some of the things that I even I looked at through my most recent remodel, um, you, you adding adding insulation in between your studs. You can come okay. through the inside of the house. Talking to the boys that, that use the insulation, I went down that road with them, cutting holes in the drywall, filling that up with, with foam. With, with uh, cellulose. Okay. You know, they put a hole in the middle of the wall. They, they blow cellulose down and up. Well, and let they... me ask you on, on that real quick because I'm totally curious. If there's already some insulation in there, how do they know they're filling up? <laughs> hey, man, I'm, just, I'm not the insulation oh, guy. Yeah. But I know they, they, you know, they gave me the, the pros and cons to it. it they gave you the point wink? Is that what they did? Yeah, yeah we're don't, filling it up with insulation. Don't worry, point <laughs> wink. No, no, good, honest people over there. But but anyhow. So so that's one option, but then you got to patch a hole every 16 inches on the inside of your house. That could be cumbersome. That could You're be basically repainting at that point. Oh, yeah, your drywall. You're going to have a drywall guy in there. You're going to have a painter in there. You're going to have a lot of work to do on the inside of your house. I, I, would, um, I would say if you know that siding is just a for sure, you have to do the siding anyway, and you have in, uh, inefficiency issues, then you should definitely look at polar wall. But is there anything, any well, other siding that does what polar wall does? Well, I'll tell you this: that you can add insulation just about anywhere to your house, right? You can add insulation in your attic. You could um, actually caulk your windows if you got older windows. I did take a look at where you have air leakage around your window. Caulk your windows. Um, if you replace any sort of interior trim. You could reform your windows. Uh, you could put new windows in if that's in the budget, if that's a future project you're looking at. Um, and then when you get to the outside wall of your house, mm-hmm. um, if you're if you're not a person that wants to go with insulated vinyl, there are all sorts of insulation products in, in sheet form that give you like an R5 per inch and a 4 by 8 sheet or something you can put up on your house, and then you can put whatever products over the top of that that you like. Well, So there's numerous ways to achieve this. Sometimes when people call us with these uh, heat loss problems and very inefficient homes, and we just recommend a new roof and a nice new deck mm. because <laughs> it can it can really, really help out with just feeling better about everything. Especially that new roof. The new and the deck. The right, deck, Charles? Yes, the composite deck uh, by Azek or TimberTech. It, it just it really, really helps out. No, I'm totally kidding, obviously. We're up against the halfway point you're going to get your fox news update and we'll be back right here on the all-around home improvement hour right after this yeah that's right a little 50 for you on a cold saturday supposed to be a super nice day out today guys i think it's going to get up to six degrees six maybe seven not bad charles yep definitely better than what we've been having so we heard about what's happening tomorrow What's that? Like 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am definitely hitting the ice. Yeah. Yep, out on the lake. Great day to go enjoy some ice fishing. We had a caller during the break, and uh, apparently he didn't want to hop on the radio, which is fine. I totally get that. Uh, Polish Powerhouse isn't here, and so maybe if he was. But Rick asked, he's actually one of our customers, and he's in the middle of a reside right now, and I have no idea how far along we are, because I don't know exactly which house it is, but his question was regarding putting up new LP smart side and if it makes sense to have the insulated uh, sheets put up before the smart side goes up uh, because it wasn't discussed in the first place. So first first of all, I'd like to say, well, sorry, we, di- we didn't uh, consult with you regarding that. We probably should have. But uh, if... If enough of the siding hasn't gone up, it may be a great option. And and Ryan, you were just bringing up too in your neighborhood, built in the late '80s, early '90s, lots of wood siding, so vinyl siding 
not prominent. Uh, probably wouldn't be a great a good idea to put vinyl siding up in an, in a neighborhood that calls for the natural stuff, maybe a, a little a little more pricey stuff. And that's where this foam sheets. Yeah, talk a little bit about that, Mitch. Yeah, so exter- you could put exterior uh, insulation on any wall um, under any kind of siding you want. And you've got extruded polystyrene, you've got expanded polystyrene, um, you've got uh, uh, rock wool. Um, those are probably kind of th- most popular items um, that you can find in our market. Extruded polystyrene, Ryan. Okay. Right? Yep, I'm following. Okay. Yes, baby. Oh, right. I'm following. Yes. We're all over that. And and basically, there's, there's pros and cons to each one. So you, you can... Talk about that uh, at a further date, and we can dig in deeper. But more, um, more, more or less, it's a sheet four yeah. by four by eight. It's a, it's a sheet of insulation that goes up on the wall, uh, yeah, underneath whatever cladding product you want. Now, does it substitute the house wrap? Um, when you look at an extruded polystyrene, mm-hmm. and you're using Green Guard fan fold, it can. It can, but let me tell you something. Depends on the city. For us, it doesn't matter. We're still going to put up. Raindrop sure. 3D as an additional layer of protection along with the insulated sheets. Well, good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so Rick, there's your answer. We definitely can. That's the first change order we've had called into the show. So a, mi- <laughs> a mid-project change order. But I, t- I tell you, honestly, talk to your project consultant. I'm not, ex- sure, I'm not exactly sure who you're working with. We have six amazing project consultants over at All Around who really, really take a lot of pride in what they do and the knowledge they have. What is Rich now since he called in? Uh, Rick. Rick, I'm sorry. Well, he is a citizen of the all-around home improvement. Yes! Yeah, even though technically you didn't hop on the radio. That's all right. Yeah, it's totally fine. Okay. We're, we're making exceptions left and right. Uh, so, Mitch, nonetheless, a very, very busy season, and now with all of this extreme weather, I imagine that even though we had the storms last year, that's that pushed off a lot of the retail business, and now people are going to be focusing on replacing their siding and with yeah. all, all of this extreme temperatures insulating their homes a little bit better yeah yeah it's good uh, to think about that now store that store that in the back of your head so when you're when you're looking to do something next year remember it gets cold out in the yeah. winter and you can you can talk to any of us at all around about insulating your siding folks this is the all around home improvement hour every saturday from noon to one we do this show a little thing we like to do where we talk about our business and things we run into in the home improvement industry You can also find us online at allaround.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching All Around. And if you want to call into the show, we are live. The number to call is 1-800-854-1978. Again, 1-800-854-1978. We will do our best to answer any home improvement-related question you have. Or maybe you just want to share a story, like when you worked with a particular realtor and things went great, or when they didn't go so great, because now we're going to turn the table and talk about kind of this market and how home improvements are related to it with Ryan O'Neill, the leader of the Minnesota real estate team. Ryan, love having you on. Hey, great to be on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, licensed agent with Remax Advantage Plus. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on, Charles. I, um, I have to tell you, there was the big tax law. That came out, the big uh, tax. I'm a big fan of it, yes. Tax law, and people have been wondering what, how does that affect real estate, um, whether they're looking to buy real estate, real estate that they currently own. So I thought I'd hit just a couple of the big uh, policy changes 
Um, yeah. for, uh, Let's for, hear it. Yeah, people, so they're aware of it. So uh, the first thing is the real estate tax deductions. There's now a $10,000 limit on state and local taxes. So, so no, would that include your income tax? Your Minnesota income tax, wow. as well as your property tax. Yep. So when you combine the two together, when you combine the two together, max max of ten thousand dollars. Before that was not the case. Now that is the case. So so ten thousand dollars is the limit, as well as um, we um, the mortgage interest um, is still deductible, but it's reduced for mortgages for kind of expensive, uh, big buck, high end homes from a million dollar mortgage. They've now reduced it down to a max of seven fifty. So $750,000 worth of mortgage is you can take the interest as a tax deduction. Yeah, so to kind of break that down, if you choose to live in a home and have a, a loan that's higher than $750,000, uh, you're only going to get a deduction for $750,000 portion of that. How would somebody calculate that? I mean, they'd have to look at their mortgage statement. and Well, every year at the end of the year, you get a report from your lender that shows how much interest you paid on the loan okay. for that year. One interesting thing about this with, you know, obviously listeners of the all-around home improvement hour probably being cabin owners Mm -hmm. or interested in cabins, that type of thing, maybe Florida property, this $750,000 is for all of your real estate. Okay. So in other words, if you own a cabin and it's three hundred grand, or it's two hundred, or one fifty. You got to add that to your mortgage on your primary as well. That's right. So that's something to think about. Right. Uh, it's good to you know, good to be aware of uh, of that. The big thing, um, a couple other things, is the doubling of the standard deduction. So right now, the standard deduction, um, for example, a married couple is twenty or twelve thousand. What they, right? They've now expanded it to twenty four thousand. That's what, fantastic. What that means, Charles, is if you work at wherever. And you have $24,000 of income at your work, that first $24,000 is, it's a deduction, total de- uh, deduction. So, so what? So if I work at wherever, King, <laughs> and, and I'm making 24 per, grand, 24 grand, you as a married couple, you're not paying income tax you on don't pay that. any income tax. But here's the interesting thing is a lot of the tax providers, again, I'm not a CPA, but this, I want to talk about how this affects real estate is, um, whether people file, they itemize their deductions, or whether they do what's called the standard deduction. Mm-hmm. And again, the standard deduction, they think a lot of people are going to go towards that because now it's $24,000. Um, and basically, you know, if you take off, for example, the 10000 in property tax, you're now at $14,000. So you'd have to have $14,000 in interest and or charitable deductions. So maybe if you're a very generous um, you know, giver and you're above that number, um, whether you have a lot of mortgage. Um, so they're thinking a, a lot of CPAs, and you know, kind of the word is that they think a lot of people are going to go to that standard deduction. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, because you might not get there otherwise. If you yeah. were counting all your different expenses, your mileage, uh, un- unreimbursed business expenses, meals and entertainment and and you're just not getting to 24 grand, why itemize? Take the standard deduction and I think that's what they meant by simplify the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we can get way into the weeds with this whole thing, but I think the bottom line is this, what a tremendous jump start that's this is going to do to our economy. Well, it has been interesting to see, you know, I like following on Twitter to see what's happening with companies, what they're doing as a result of this and it's been really positive to see um, AT&T. I mean, there's like 
20, 30 companies that are giving bonuses yeah. to their employees. Yeah, we are giving out new hats. It, <laughs> it says, yeah, where's all around? You says, guys should follow suit. It says, thank you for tax cuts. But that's right great. On, I mean, right, right on the hat. It's great. Everyone's loving it. No. The, the one thing, though, people are wondering with first-time homebuyers, are people going to say, okay, well, if the standard deduction goes up to 24000 and I can't itemize my interest... Is there an incentive to buy my first home? And I think, um, you know, again, in my humble opinion, I feel there still is, you know, a lot of, I don't experience, our team doesn't experience people saying, hey, I'm going to buy my first home because I want a tax deduction. Sure. They're buying their first home because they just got married or they're, they're looking to start building some wealth by, by, in, by buying a property, um, you know, putting their roots down. Um, starting their family. So, you know, the tax stuff is kind of ancillary, I think. And so I don't see that as being a negative. But uh, before the break, Charles, the one other quick thing I wanted to mention is just investors. We work with a lot of real estate investors, do seminars every month. Um, For real estate investors, they've made uh, some very positive things allowing um, enhanced expensing. So let's say you do a $4,000 furnace at uh, which um, you know at at one of your rental properties before there was a limit on the amount that you could expense that year mm-hmm. to get the deduction now they're they're ex- they're enhancing that they're expanding how much you can take every year as a rental property owner as well as they're um, reducing the tax on uh, basically the cash flow from your investment property you so if what? you're if you own investment property it's a positive talk to your CPA. But it is going to be a positive with this new tax law. You no, know, I want to continue on that note because uh, the big tax break for businesses might have a lot of people switching their entities from sole proprietorship to an actual LLC, and that ties into investing in real estate. So we're going to talk more about that and take your calls. 1-800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. Right here when we come back on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Yeah, that's right. We're back right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour where we talk about home improvement related topics, but so much more. We're hanging out in the studio here with Mitch Turgeon from ABC Supply and also Ryan O'Neill from the Minnesota Real Estate Team. And I, of course, am Slayer Thayer with All Around your exterior home improvement experts. So before the break, we're talking to Ryan O'Neill about some of the tax changes and how that affects homeowners as well as investors. And what what I thought was uh, interesting about this whole thing is how this is going to affect people that were conducting business as an individual sole proprietor. So the investors buying homes, fixing them up, and maybe they were just doing a few a year, but now they're doing... More than that, and they want to see some protections by becoming a business. But now, even more so, the benefit of the ta- the pass-through income tax credit. So by becoming an LLC or creating an entity. So, for example, if I were just doing it as Charles Thayer, but then I wanted to switch and do it as Thayer Investments LLC or whatever, my tax liability is going to be a lot less. Think about how that's going to affect things. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest advice I would have for listeners is plug in with a really good CPA. Uh, At the Minnesota Real Estate Show, we work with Ryan Kelly and Olson Thielen, 
um, and Greg Nelson from Olson Thielen. Really good guys. Um, and Ryan was on our show this morning talking about some of this tax stuff. But it's important to know. I think it's really important to know, to understand. It helps you uh, just determine what's the best course of action. One of the big uh, other questions was prepaying your uh, taxes and whether or not that would um, reduce oh, your I, liability. I went in and did I know you did. Yeah, I don't That's care. why I brought it up. <laughs> so it's still unknown. Ryan said it's, it's unknown at this time um, whether or not that is going to be able to um, work out. Here's what I've heard. <laughs> It, sure. Here's the well, no, not what I've heard. This was a statement that the IRS actually put out. Sure, it said they're not deductible if they haven't been assessed yet. Sure. Okay, so the question is, how are they using the word assessed? Are they using it as did they assess the property and consider what they're going to put it at, or did they assess them to you the bill? The bill. Did you actually get due the, date? The statement that yeah. said, "Here's the bill." Here's the due date, X, Y, Z. What I got out in Wright County was the proposed statement, and I think that it was assessed. I think my property was assessed. <laughs> so either, either way, you got to pay them. So I just yeah. went in and got got the receipt, and we'll see we'll see how that turns. Yeah, out. you know, just kind of wrapping up in conclusion. I mean, again, I, I wanted to bring up some of this tax stuff because it's all over the news. It's something to think about with real estate. It's one aspect. Whether you're a first time home buyer, whether you're a real estate investor. Whether you're a current homeowner, again, we're we're a team of agents really all across the Twin Cities. So the Minnesota real estate team with Remax Advantage Plus, we work all over the metro, um, help buyers, sellers, investors, uh, first-time home buyers, luxury property, really all types of transactions. We do um, certainly would love to work with any of the listeners. Um, again. Uh, We've worked with people that, uh, you know, it's been a few years. They've been thinking about maybe buying a home, and they finally are ready to move forward. We, you know, it's, it's, it's just all about providing good information, making the process fun, and working with people on their timeline. And so that's kind of how we operate, Charles. Um, and uh, pleasure being on, as always. No, oh, I love having you on, Ryan. You've been such a great uh, help to us and a mentor to me. And actually, the reason why we originally started this show is because of the support and the mentorship that you were uh, able to provide. So uh, cherish the relationship, of course. But I do, I do have a question for you. So considering the market that we're in right now, yeah, and folks that are that know I I want to sell, yeah, coming up in the spring or summer. But I know that this house needs some work. I, I, you know, honest answer here. It's such a low inventory market. Yeah. Do they really even need to do the improvements? I mean, is you know, if say that they're mainly cosmetic, like peeling paint on this on the siding, natural wood starting to fade, uh, dinginess. It's more. It's not the house falling apart or anything. It's not structural. It's more aesthetics, but but they know that they're not, you know, up to par with what what else is uh, out there. And yeah, if you're like three fifty and under, three hundred fifty thousand and under, there's going to be a lot of demand this coming spring. As you get more expensive, there's more competition with new construction. There's less buyers. Um, doesn't mean your home won't sell. Longer market time. I guess my point is, if you are in that uh, three fifty and under range. Make it look nice. Dial it in. You don't need to go out and put the new deck on. You don't need to put in. Yeah, you don't need. I mean, you really don't. 
but you want to, you know, new carpet, new paint, clean it, really dial it in, make it look uh, very nice. Smell good, feel yeah. good. Fun- yeah, because at the end of the day, well. it's, it, you know, it's, it's emotion. People going through, they may, you know, we were talking before the show, how many offers you guys put in last year buying your home? We put in eight offers, landed the ninth one. Yeah, I mean, so that's, that's frustrating. Oh, it is. You guys were probably, Months. yeah, it's really frustrating to people out there. So I feel my, you know, I feel for people. Going through that, work with a good agent more than anything. Find someone who can help you um, navigate the process because I do see a lot of people go it on their own, and it's really you know you you, you need a, a top agent to help you. But frustrating ordeal. It is. It is. So in the above that category, in the four hundred and up. Yeah, even more so. It's even more important. More important. Even more repairs. important. So, and to look at the nicer features to say, look, maybe the deck is fifteen years old. Oh boy. We we may need to look at doing something here if we got a nice home. So I mean, the more expensive you get, there's more competition with that new construction. That people say, look, I can buy a new home for a little bit less. Why should I buy your existing thirty year old home for seven hundred grand? I mean, what? So you're seeing more renovation. And this is where I was going with it. If the if you're one of those people out there and you know, gosh, I mean, the the siding, the roofing, whatever, the exteriors, the windows or interior work, whatever it is, and I have to get this stuff done because I want to sell in the summer, right now you're going to find out that it is very, very hard to get on a contractor's calendar on their schedule. We are booked out. We are like a lot of the other companies out there that are booked out. There is a shortage of skilled labor out there. That is just a fact. That is not... Uh, speculation, that is a fact. We deal with a lot. We have a lot of colleagues out there and other businesses that we're friends with that we talk to every once in a while. Hey, do you do you have a, a stonemason uh, that you can uh, borrow us, basically? Do you have a, this kind of a trades guy, that kind of a trades guy? And we're trying to work together to keep jobs going, but plan ahead. Talk to your contractor. Talk to your neighbors. Find out who they work with, find out who they trust, and plan ahead. Because what you're going to find out is that if they're a quality contractor out there today in our market, that they probably have at least six months of business to build yet. And so that is kind of where I was I was going with that. Mitch, I, I have to give a shout out to All Around too. Um, you know, from being sort of a longer time landlord in the Twin Cities, I I've used All Around for roofs. I've used all around for windows, and I've used all around for siding a number of times. Great pricing, great service, um, the job well done. Uh, it's part of the reason, one of the many reasons I love working with you and Nick and company is you guys have performed. You've come through. You're not a fly-by-night company putting up signs saying, hey, I'll re-roof your house. Um, really, you guys have done great work, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll right. say I'll say too, real quick. Thank dealing you. with these guys, the personalities, the the, the actual the human beings. You're right. That operate this company are great human beings and uh, people that I love to. Anybody that does with. a whirly ball party uh, at Maple oh, Grove, guys, that's fun. By the way, you're that's fun. Me blush. You're <laughs> blushing, Charles. Totally no, Ryan. Uh, we appreciate all the business he sent our way. I mean, Ryan has used this for catering for. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> laundromat services, Ryan. I mean, that's kind a of, bit of everything. that's the joke that goes around the Minnesota real estate team is that it, it just doesn't matter what the service is. All around. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, Stan, final thoughts. Been doing an awesome job out there. Went and slayed some fish uh, recently here. Uh, thanks so much for doing the ones and twos. Four years doing this show now. We can't, I can't do it. I believe with... it's been four years. Yeah, I'm I, losing I, track of time, apparently. Time goes fast, man. Well, f- final thoughts for the listeners out there. Get out and enjoy the weather because it's going to be nice here the next couple of days if you're an outdoors person. Time to get out there. Yeah, it's going to feel like 80. Thank you so much, Stan. Mitch, final thoughts from yeah. ABC. Uh, well, I want to say a shout-out to my son if he's listening. He might be listening in, wondering what daddy was doing on the radio today. I told him to dial in. What's so. his first name? Bennett. If Bennett! Bennett. Listening, hey, Bennett. Well, now you know you have one listener. <laughs> yeah. and, and Ryan, final thoughts. Got to give a shout-out to Mom. Hey, Mom, love you. Thanks for listening. She enjoys the all-around home improvement hour, Charles. And for me, it's a final shout-out to my team. Thank you so much. We can't do it without you, Every each and every member. 10 years. Have a great one. God bless. All around.